to that, I have a good question for you that I'm curious. I, how did your family end up on St. Martin? Because, like, I, you know, like, on St. Martin, they always, I feel like, are haters to the Asians on the island. So I'm curious, like, how did your family come to St. Martin? how every other family comes on St. Martin. I've asked that question so many times. I didn't really get an answer. Like from what I understand is there was already family established on the island and it was just kind of like an opportunity for them because it didn't make any sense to me. Like you pull out a map, like, I mean, up to this day, you pull out a map and St. Martin is not there. <laughs> like you, the chances of you playing darts and you landed in the middle of nowhere and search it up and found St. Martin, the chances is so minute, so small. Like that explanation wouldn't even go, you know, like you have to know someone already and someone gave you like an olive branch and you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to move halfway around fucking world to, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And were you born on the island, like born and raised or did you move there? Like when you were a baby? It's very complicated with me. I was born there removed from there and then moved back there <laughs> there was a lot of traveling That's yeah no i didn't grow up with all of you guys i only came really like to live back on st martin when i was in midway through seventh grade or something mm. but i have come during fifth grade was when i first met you guys because i was supposed to come for like a summer break and it got postponed and extended and then my mom was like well you need to go to school somewhere so I guess we're gonna put you in LU for now and then I disappeared for like a year and a half and then I came back and then I really came back okay I guess like how was it when you had to move here like officially I guess like from where you originally were living before like, I guess it's like how was the difference or do you like like living on Tabor more than there that has been like a question I was stuck with for a while, especially in the beginning, because it's a very extreme difference of culture, language, and like just education curriculum as well. It's like very different method of teaching. Everything was just complete on different end of the spectrum. So it took me like probably three years to like find where I'm comfortable, which one I prefer more or less. So I can't say for the beginning. Where in China were you growing up? It was like in the Guangdong province. There's like okay. a little city called Zhuhai all the way down by the ocean. That's like an hour, maybe 45 minute boat ride to Hong Kong and directly next to Macau. We have like the mm -hmm. land entrance to Macau. I've been traveling in between that little triangle because it's more, I guess it's more like culturally open like there are western culture because they were like colon colonized places yeah, it was good for like me being like from somewhere else instead of like fully born and bred chinese hmm. yeah that's awesome but if you ask anyone in school they could tell you that like yeah people could tell you that the first three years like before 10th or 9th grade hit i was like silent i was mute I would not answer a single question. I wouldn't talk to nobody <laughs> because I was in a state of just like confusion of like, who the fuck am I? Where am I? Like, where yeah, I feel do that. my identity lies? Like, it's weird. And I guess like, how, when did you figure it out and you were like, okay, now I feel like more comfortable. Cause I feel like when I've known you, you've always kind of been outspoken and just like super intelligent 
uh, like, I would say you were more to yourself, but you were always, yeah, like, I always was like, yeah, Becky's hella smart and, like, you know, just crushing it, but you were just in your zone, you know? Yeah, I've always been in my zone, but I, I felt like, like, being exposed to, like, St. Martin culture, there was one point where, like, I deliberately told myself, you need to change if you, like, want to make any connection with anyone because you can't expect people to, like, come to you. You have to speak up. You have to, like, ask for what you want and, like, put yourself out there. So that that was when I, like, had a snap, like, that summer break, like, eighth grade or something. And I came back, like, a complete different person. I started speaking, and then everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, I thought you couldn't speak. I always, yeah, that's a completely different than what I... If, if I'm playing it back in my head, like, I never saw you as shy at all. Like, you were always just, like, you said what you said, you know what I mean? And it was just, like, yeah, like, when you speak, you spoke with, like, like a snap, you know? It was just, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never, I never, I'm, a sassy I, I'm like, bitch. who is this shy Becky? I'm like, what? It's like, Becky was Yeah, nobody shy. knows except for people that was, like, actually in my class. Like, if you ask my best friend, like, if you ask Juliet, she would tell you, like, dude, I, I did not speak to nobody for two years. Like, even when, like, Fleming or Mr. Mason asked me to answer questions, I literally would not say a word. And then they would just give up. They're just like, okay, anybody else want to answer? Yeah, I feel... One thing I definitely would say, I love how... I feel like your class, my class, and, like, the grade below, we were more like one class, even though we were split amongst three grades. It got to that point where, like, all our classes were mixing anyways, and we were all pretty much... Yeah, because like, when they introduced class. that new system where you could, yeah. like, pick your own classes... It was cool. That I was feel fun. Like, I that was fun. Yeah, it was It was a lot of fun. And I feel like, I don't know, I've heard that the there's maybe not as much rebellion at the school anymore as there used to be. I have no clue because I haven't oh, been there Oh, there's since. like none. Oh my god, that school is like unrecognizable. Like, what is with these posh kids? <laughs> yeah, I, I lucky loved our time just because I feel like we actually stood up for what we believed in. They were like, we at least were just like going to take everything they said at face value because a lot of it was biased in the yeah but ways. i think because we ruined them they wasn't gonna let anyone after oh, that do that <laughs> for real that's what you think it is like it was because of our grades that they were like we're going to enforce control over all these little kids i think so and like it's like propaganda on a smaller scale you know? like, you. Just like... it is it really is it's so bad that i'm just like oh my gosh i feel bad for these kids i'm like oh, and they push us like all the this. college administration like counseling and all that a lot like a lot like SAT and everything you know how feelings were like they're like super yeah. hardcore on like academics like that's how they are because for a time during 2019 to like 2021 actually I've been like in contact with the Beelins a lot because I offer tutoring <laughs> and trust me it was so weird to step into that school <laughs> they were offering extra tutoring because there were students that could not catch up and they don't want their SAT score to drop so they were looking for like outside sources to see if like they could help these students a little bit more here and there and blah 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 yeah it's interesting like you would think though a private school that costs so much like why do you even need a tutor though like I would I mean hey, I, I would assume everyone learns very differently I don't like education for that system where they only teach us one way it's not dynamic enough to cover like everyone so there are that. people that will be lacking 
And the thing is, like, SAT tests only, like, science, mathematics, and, like, language. What if they're a genius in, like, music, painting? <laughs> the SAT doesn't show any of that. So yeah, there are you. people that are, like, hardcore struggling because it's just not their forte. I mean, it's, I, I definitely... It's like, I guess, like, so I feel like on the education and Martin is one of those situations, like, where, what, is, what else do you do? I feel like homeschooling is pretty much, like, at your best bet. But yeah, most but the, parents I've, really I've also that. met people that have been homeschooling, and they fucking seem like they're in a bubble, like, not being exposed to the world, like, enough. So I think there's, like, a huge gap and, like, a struggle that a lot of questions needs to be answered between, like, education system and like versus homeschooling like there's different difficulties in like both sides it just depends on how you want to raise your child you know and like homeschool resources like on the island the internet sucks sucks like how do you want people to be homeschooled like it's hard the online programs have been but i think one thing that's nice on the island is because of how diverse it is there are different like education system that you could choose from there's like canadian american english dutch like take your pick man if you don't like one you can hop to the other one this is true this is true now for a message from our sponsors Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. Now, I just like, do you feel like LU prepared you for the world? Fuck no. <laughs> Definitely not. I have so many things against like LU. Like, first of all, I could have graduated like a year, maybe two years earlier. I feel because you. I aced my entrance it. exam. Yeah, I feel you. But they absolutely did not have confidence or faith in me that I speak English. (laughs) So they said, nah, you're going to stay with your group, like your your age group. And I was like, okay, so I wasted two years. And then second, when when we were offered like AP classes, that's like you could take online instead of having like Fleming teach you because they're not qualified and they don't have enough knowledge in it, where you like teach yourself basically. I asked, I asked hardcore, I pushed so hard, I said, can I do the AP calculus? That shit was hard, didn't we do it together? Like, it was a struggle. No, you did it, you, you did it with RJ, and RJ was struggling, he came to me to ask Yeah, I struggled, like, I'm pretty sure that was, I wasn't allowed to take the class. Bro, ah, that shit was so hard, yeah, like, cause you couldn't get, you couldn't get any help, like, you literally couldn't get any help, it was literally you and the program, like, Fleming admitted know, that he but... didn't know that stuff, and we had to pretty much figure out derivatives and all of that, like, alone. Like, it was Fleming so told difficult. me I wasn't ready. Fleming told me you can't take it. That's ridiculous. You didn't let me take it. That's literally ridiculous, because, like, I was for like, me, I had, to, I had to literally 
Bro, I had to take geometry when I was taking, like, my other algebra class because I needed to take calc just to apply to American colleges. I was like, guys, like, do you guys are not aware that our math program is a year behind? Like, they fixed it after us because we brought it up. We were like, bro, this, like, this math isn't even, like, according to the curriculum to get into the universities you need to get into. Like, you need to be able... As of going into an engineer, you need calc, and we didn't have it. We went up to I know. pre-calc, and so we skipped I so much in, stuff. I went into the extended program because we didn't have that, and I didn't do AP calc. If I did AP calc, it would have counted for my uh, extended credits, like the prerequisites mm. that need to be covered. But you know what? Honestly, it it doesn't matter because regardless or not, I think it's a worldwide thing where high school is not going to prepare you for college. Like, mm. I think on one aspect, like, nobody ever exposes you to how much program is out there with different schools and how, like, detail one field could go into. Like, there's, like, over 50 programs in just engineering. How do I know which faculty exactly. engineering I want to go into? Exactly. If no one ever told me that. Like, I had to, like, go into school. You pretty like, much guess already... and hope for the best. <laughs> like... Yeah, you guess and hope. And once you got into the program, you realize, wait a second. There's so many different engineerings out there. And I'm sitting there. Preach. First of all, okay, I need to finish all my prerequisite, regardless which me, engineering I'm going into. And then I need year. to, like decide which engineering I want to go into, you know, exactly. like, because it's a commitment. It's commitment. If you switch, especially if it's like you're a mechanical and you wanted to switch a computer, different, dude, you different have to redo program. everything. Yeah, exactly. You have to different redo classes. everything. Yeah. Like not all of them finna transfer. Like, <laughs> like no, some exactly. might, we're definitely not the, the, the majority of it. Like, mm. yeah. And not every school allows you to take like double major, especially if your grades are like, and you, yeah exactly exactly so Ridiculous. it's like the choices are like unlimited but we weren't predisposed to like that bad information so we can't really decide for ourselves unless we're into it already that's why there's so many people that like takes a gap year <laughs> there's so many people that just like well i can't be bothered because i can't choose i don't know what i want 100 like, like even though they said, say like exactly my experience go ahead <laughs> like even though they did give us like college counseling, but that I don't I don't see any useful information being there. It was like a waste of a fucking class. <laughs> like, cause I don't think, like, I think one of the major problems on the island is that the teachers, because they don't want to pay so much. It's all like all right teachers, you know, like their experience is also limited. Mm. The information they could off- offer is also limited. So it's not like if you ask them, they could give you an answer. It's more like you might as well just go dive in yourself and figure it out. That's what we all did. But instead of saying they don't have an answer, they tell you that that's not what you should do. You shouldn't apply to that school. You're not good enough. You won't get it. You won't make it. Or they, like, try to torment your life, which my thing is, is, like, why are adults who are tasked with raising the next generation trying to mako in children's business? Like, I just, it never, it made, it made sense to me. But I will say it was my first exposure to realizing, like, how, like, adults are just children, really, more than anything. And I feel like as they a kid, are. like, it's important to see adults mess up because it fixes that power dynamic they think they have. 
And so I feel like that's definitely one thing they didn't appreciate with us was just we Oh, they did care. not appreciate like, it. It was just ridiculous. Like they did not like appreciate us questioning at all. I remember so clearly. Like I was always good with Fleming until that one incident where I he swear, told it, me it, it was fine up until like eleven, twelfth grade, and then some flips, and then you're now the enemy. I don't understand. Like I know, and I was the enemy like during my last year because Fleming decided one morning it was a good idea to pull Becky over about how short her skirt is. <laughs> Bro. I remember they would come for me, but I would wear a skirt, so they couldn't tell me shit. Like, <laughs> I, you think I give two fuck? I like rallied up like two or three girls I just see like randomly, and I remember I I pulled Carmen from your class, I think, and I was like, "You guys are coming to the office with me," and they were so clueless. They're like, "Why?" And I was like, "Well, they want to measure my skirt. How far is it from my knees? I'm gonna yeah. make them measure yours too." <laughs> If they're sending me home, they're sending everyone home. I'm sorry. Lemon came in flipping. He was like, I don't appreciate your attitude. This and that. I was like, I'm just questioning why you have to pull me. What about everyone else? What's wrong with you? Kind of he was thing like, is just like, what does that have to do with learning? Like, we're still learning. Like, who I cares? Know. Like, I, like, I just don't, I'm not understanding how this is affecting the learning process. Like, is your concern that the other boys are looking at the skirts? Because I can assure you I'm in the class with them, and that is not their major concern, okay? So it seems to me I'm really confused as to who this is affecting right now, like, because we're here to learn, like... And, like, honestly, we live on St. Martin. We see each other every fucking weekend with less clothes exactly. on. Like, you think they care how fucking short our skirts are? I'm like, do you? I don't understand. Like, why are we wearing polos on an island that's hot as hell? Like, I'm trying to understand the logic here. It's just confusing. And there was also one thing in the classroom that I really didn't appreciate is, like, if you know more or if they know you know the right answer, they just tell you not to answer. So I end up spending like 11th and 12th grade just being shut up because they don't want me to answer no more because nobody could answer it. And if I answer it, nobody gets a chance. And I'm I like, okay, what? I am wasting my time in school because nobody's teaching me shit. And I can't question. I can't speak. I can't answer for somebody else. I've literally come to school with a pillow because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sleep. I do remember I can't... that. I do remember the pillow. <laughs> yeah. I told Fleming, I was like, dude, you literally told me to shut up in class. So please I mean, very tell rude. me. Am, it's ridiculous. Am, am I allowed to sleep? <laughs> Will I get detention for sleeping? Like you're asking me to particip- participate without participating. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. It, it's and just that like, was, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. And that are. was one of the struggles I had because I went through six to seven years of education in China where it's like super intense, super competitive. Like mm. you're always on your toes. Like the second you slip, you're at the bottom of the class. <laughs> and like coming to LU, I was like, well, yeah, exactly. I it's don't know what you call opposite. learning. It's not. It's, it's not learning. Opposite. It's literally not. A lot of it was finesse. There was a lot of cheating, and there was like minimal learning happening. I can assure you that because I remember like I would have to teach math to my class because exactly. they didn't understand what the hell was going on, and I was like, guys, it's really not that bad. All you got to do is this, and they were like, oh, and I was like, yes, bro, that that's it. I don't know. Why are they trying to complicate yeah, why they make things? it so complicated? 
that was also the thing like Fleming was always busy in meeting like and our honor math is like first class in the morning so he's never there he just gave us like wake sheet to tell us which chapter we're doing and told basically like whoever knows just stand in front of the board and teach everyone else pretty much which i mean it's a great exercise because you could exercise your understanding like if you fully understand something you must be able to explain it to someone who doesn't understand it's great exercise but at the same time like but what if i also have a deeper question to like this equation or like this law who am i supposed to ask like who's going to answer my question who's going to like make me learn more instead of me teaching someone and i still have questions unanswered i feel you it's like even though it's like even the most motivated students struggle so i'm like if your best are still struggling what happened to the others so i'm just like it's just it's just i mean i hope it's better i i hope that it is better i see they were doing robotics that's awesome yeah they have they have stem classes i saw that but But i don't think it's like an integrated class (laughs) yeah i feel you it's it's not an integrated class it's like the extracurriculum Mm. and you have to pay you have to pay of course everything is money what do you think this is you think they and give I was it to like, you for are free you okay. everything was to pay for everything like that's the thing that i really hated was like you literally had to pay for everything tuition even like you know what made no sense becky they made me pay for tuition even though i wasn't taking any classes from lu all of my classes were online ap's because i was done with pretty much like all of the lu classes that they could give me and so because I had to take APs because I needed them to get into college and like, what else was I going to do? You can have a senior who's already finishing the day by 12 and barely has classes and you want her to pay full price and have to pay for APs and the exams for APs because that's not free either and still pay for college applications and all this other crap. And I'm just like, wow. It's And their fucking tuition raises every year, every year. You're, if you do the calculation, if you do the calculation, a child in LU right now must be paying like over 2000 a month. I don't know how people afford that, really. I just, I don't understand. Like, I don't, it's, it's not but computing. I think, no, it's not. And like, there's only like, what, two or three private school on the island and the choices are very limited. And I feel none you. Of them, I feel you. Even though they want to like compete within each other. I would say send your best. kids to St. Dominic's. Low key, like if, if it were up to me, I would go to St. Dominic's. But um, oh, my parents were not going to put me in a public school. <laughs> I feel you. But it's like, I mean, CI is just too far. If, you know, this is relative terms. But like. I feel like St. Dominic's is, is a good school. I don't know. I haven't been there myself. So maybe I'm just speaking as like an external person with absolutely no actual knowledge of what it's like to be there. I'm sure people think LU is fantastic just because they say they're the number one school. But it's different when you're a well, student. Well, it's like so. different <laughs> environment too. And with different environment, it will like affect your learning. And I mean, I appreciate that I was in private school because it was a more comfortable environment where I'm not actually distracted by like boys and their gangs and all that crap. I feel you. But it's just like, I feel like they could work on their curriculum a little bit better and make it more appealing that they can attract like credited teachers. I feel feel like, 
I just, I don't know. I have a bad taste in my mouth because of how they, you know, just are. And so I just, I I want that to be better. I really do. Because I feel like people deserve to have a school that's actually good and teaches you how to be effective in the real world because the world's changing so rapidly. Um, So rapidly. And I am grateful for all the experiences that I had there, all the amazing trips, because I love you guys. And, like, I honestly wouldn't have traded, like, my high school experiences with you guys over anything because, like, it was lit I loved it but yeah I just want them to be better people that's really it because kids deserve a school that makes them better people well I think it's not even that I just think kids deserve like school is a place where you should find the motivation to learn hmm. it's not it shouldn't be something that you discover on your own that like I, I'm really interested in a lot of things and I would go out of my way to go Google to go YouTube to look at stupid weird random like documentaries or like TED Talks to like expand my my vision you know it's like I thought that would be something you would figure out in school not on your own time mm. like it you. should motivate people to learn not a place where people go oh math is hard you know yeah, exactly. Or like, and this is, is boring. Like it, or... it, at least I feel like you and me were very motivated to learn. Like, we were both very curious people. But I agree. Like, it wasn't an environment that allowed you to really dive Yeah, but deep that was, like, on our stuff. own. That's, like, who we are. That has nothing to do with the environment. And some people need the environment to, like, spike that up, that curiosity in them. They don't just have it in, in like, in like, I was born this way. I was born very curious. And yeah. I know the more I see the world, the more curious I get about different things because this exactly. world is expanding, especially, like, with the field of knowledge, like, in every aspect. It's going wild. Like, today you learn one thing, tomorrow there's two new things coming out based on that one thing. You can never stop learning, and I never want to. And I'm really struggling because... I loved learning, but the education system just doesn't fit my How world you view. Learn, I feel you. Yeah, exactly. And I end up having to choose to quit school to join an industry where I feel like it's it gives me more of a space to learn the way I want to learn. Interesting. When, yeah, and like there's no way in in the time I spent in uni where I didn't enjoy it. I fucking loved it. I loved learning. I loved all the classes. I loved what I was learning. It was just like, it's unfortunately it's, it's not the system that stands with like me, myself and I, Yeah. I couldn't sustain and survive in that. And I couldn't like, even if I graduated with that piece of paper, I wouldn't feel proud. Cause it's kind of like, it's just a piece of paper. You can memorize so many it really, things. It, you know, it does. I find that that's the one thing I think that's hilarious about education. I think I do think I don't think everyone needs to go to college to be successful, but I no. do think that college can help for specific careers. So, like, if you want to be a doctor, it makes sense to go to college for that. You know, if you want to be a lawyer, it makes sense because it's a very formal process. If you want to be an engineer, it makes sense just because, like, within engineering, there's so many standards and. Um, I would say like layers to how we build as engineers that I think it's important to have that structure. But if you want to just go out and create in this world, you can do that without a degree. Like literally the internet has every answer to every question you could ever ask for. There are people out there that could probably 
learn engineering from just watching videos on the internet and reading a shit ton of books and they would probably build some of the most coolest things you could imagine you know and they don't have a but that's what degree. i think like with like it's obviously great to have like the guidance to teach you all the layers to an industry especially like the expertise the advanced ones yeah, like exactly. doctor lawyers and engineering but at the same time i feel like it's become so like a factory they're they they're so precise and rigid in manufacturing doctors lawyers and engineers that people that graduate from these don't necessarily have that creativeness anymore because they've been mm. dulled down to like process information and think in a certain in way a because way. that's what it was before for the past how many decades you know and I that's why some saying. people that success are the ones that didn't actually go to university because the, their information and their way of processing and thinking was not bounded by how somebody examines you, you know? I see, I see. And that was a struggle for a lot of the classes because it wasn't like you weren't allowed to question, but it, it was more like for you to get the max point on an exam, you have you to, answer to answer in a certain way. way. You yeah. have to do your equations, your calculus in a certain step. And that's, I find that's like ridiculous because there's more than one way to get to the same answer. But what they look at is not whether you get to the right answer or not, is whether you follow the steps that they taught you. But at the same time, internet is so like advanced now. You could go get tutor classes online. You can look up stuff on YouTube and people show you simpler ways, more effective ways of solving the same problem to the right answer. This is and it's true. not being accepted. Like, I, see what I you're find saying. that like ridiculous. I see where you're saying. I, I see both sides because it's like on the one hand, I can understand from the professor's point of view, like there's a very systematic way that they want things done. Um, and I know, like I said, like, I've had gone, you could say I've gone through the indoctrination of engineers, I guess. Um, but they, I feel like they look at it as very much of the world functions successfully if engineers do a good job at what it is they're supposed to do so it's like we hope right that the arrows the people that build the planes are building planes the right way because we all trust that they're doing their job so that when i go in an airplane i don't have to worry that oh they didn't do the math right because they were you know trying to be lazy about it and so as a result now we have a bug that's causing 747s to crash all over you know and it's something we weren't aware of because of testing or whatever. I can understand like from a, a, from that like very logic, rational perspective of wanting things done in a very systematic way, just because like that ensures like a level of safety and quality that's important, especially when you're dealing, I guess, with specific like user scenarios. But I definitely see your point where like there are simpler ways to explaining things. And I do think it's unfortunate like your school didn't allow you to ask questions. I when I was going through engineering, I looked at it more. The reason I became an engineer was because I wanted to understand how the world worked, much like you, you know, just me too. Understanding the world around <laughs> me too. I... And how do I manipulate the world around me? Like, how do people build these cool things that I can do stuff with? Like, how do I do that? Like, I want to understand it. Um, and so that's why I chose to be an engineer. And as much as like school was very much like all of my EX courses was pretty much math, which was like painful, but you know, it had its beauty. It was when still it interesting to be honest. Yeah, it, it is interesting. interesting. 
Um, and seeing how it related to physical concepts, it was like super interesting. But I looked at it as like they were filling me in on like what our human understanding was of the world around us. And I needed to understand that perspective because there was information in there that I didn't currently possess. But once I understood it, then I could interpret it my way and use it to then go out and create whatever it is I wanted to create in the world now that I have the knowledge. And so I didn't look at it as like, oh, they're, but I see what you're saying, because I see like, at least when you look in the Western medical field or like the training program, a lot of these physicians will go through it, you know, super excited and eager students that want to help people. And they come out like depressed or like just completely burned out or like completely indoctrinated into like this very specific way of treating health, which is not all encompassing. And leaves out a lot of things that could help patients, but just because science maybe hasn't caught up to all yeah. of the modalities of being that they're reluctant to, to try those things. And it's like, I get it. Um, so I see where you're coming from on both ends, for sure, for sure. No, I see both ends too. I just think they could create an environment that's more encouraging to like people that are a little bit more creative a little bit more curious to see like what if we mash this one with that one what's gonna happen you know yeah like the and way that they were teaching I feel. yeah and like examining it really dulls that part of people out and then when they step into the field you can only fall in line instead of being innovative you know what yeah, i mean and we need more saying. innovative than like people 100%. that could carry the world at the same pace because we don't want the world to be the same pace. We want it to go forward. I feel you 100%. I definitely see what you're saying. And I do think in a lot of ways, like institutions groom you for other institutions. So it's like you go to college, you get a good job. And you know, like, I went to college and I got a great job. <laughs> and it's like, how do you still I feel like keep your unique voice and perspective and not just become a work monkey? has literally been the question that I have been had on my mental for the longest, because it's like companies, especially I think tech companies, they need bright minds. Like I think no matter what it is you want to build, you need other smart people to build it with. Like if you think about how complicated any of our like technology, if you think about how complicated blockchain is, there's no way one person could have coded blockchain. Like it's just, it's so complex and so many layers. And we that's still why don't have... know who did it. We exactly. have a, like a mysterious God that did exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. And now you have all these other people that are trying to grow off of that. And like, just thinking about how many minds that requires is ridiculous. And it's like, on some level, we need people that are like great at working together on a team because we need to build teams. But I also feel like we need to take risks and I feel like we live in a world I don't know where people are afraid of taking like innovative risks like I don't understand that because I'm like like you said like let's push the world forward <laughs> like let's like like we could be so much further along and it makes no sense to me why it's like a debate as to why we're not pushing in that direction when it's improving the well-being of people well that's capitalism like there's too many powerful forces with lots of money that could literally veto whatever you say so there's a lot of people that can't do it you know and like i'm sure blockchain took like a long time to be produced and run and tested and like it finally caught on and then they realized that this is not something like government can control and they don't like it they don't like it at all 
So imagine this is just one like great idea and finally exactly. being being pushed forth. And it's not like it's a new idea. It's an idea people have been struggling to try to like manifest for a long time. So imagine the rest of the good ideas that people already have and still aren't able to put it forward because of all the rest of the boundaries and rigid system that is there that still needs to be reformed. For sure. And that's not going to happen until like our generation is fully empowered. Exactly. But I feel like, did you think it has to be until our generation? Because like, I also feel like there's people that are older that could use, you know, divine inspiration to but I realize think they're that in they're a, they, free beings, you know, that can create. Yeah, cool but stuff. they're in such a struggle because they've already benefited from how the system was running, how they were being paid, and how they got on to be in the power that they're in. That they they're not gonna let that go so easily just because I think your idea is great. Because that means you might be better than me. And you might be in more power than me. And what are you going to do with me now that I'm an old one? You know, mm, they don't want to be I'm kicked of out of past. that. But I think yeah. it's silly to look at it as like, oh, I come from the old ways or like I'm old school and these are new school. Like one low key, one of my concerns in life is getting to a point where I look at the people younger than me and feel like what they're about is completely different than what I understand the world to be and then become part of this old school mentality. I don't understand why people aren't open, I feel like, to just growing as people. Like, if that was the old way of doing things, and the younger folk have come up with something littier, why can't people be like, okay, I understand this old way was fantastic while it was here, but, you know, we they would think and let it fair. go. They would think it's not fair. It's the same thing in this industry I'm in now. Like, a lot of people when like this industry was just like a little niche like people start from the bottom you start doing the dirtiest job you know so if you want to come in now as an engineer like people are going to look at you funny like you oh just because you graduated with an engineering degree doesn't mean you can like run a boat you know they want you to start from the bottom because that's how they got there and my captains as well it's like they got See, there I by being that. a dirty Oof. little deckhand it like that part bought like literally bothered me because I'm the type of person that's like, why can't I just be the engineer of the boat? Like I like let me learn through fire and maybe have people that have experience mentor me, but like why do I have to start from the bottom? I think we we are that like in the middle generation. We we are the bridge. So we are the ones stuck with these questions. Like people that's younger than us, they could be easily past that because we've already built that for them. So I think it's very important for our generation to be that strong bridge to show that like you don't have to do everything the old school way. I'm sure like not everything because some old school way does work and it has shown that like it it's a maybe not effective but it's definitely like a sound foundation yeah to doing anything like i don't mind starting from the bottom because i feel like especially with a boat there's it it's not just engineering like you're everything like it's because when you graduate school you're in a specific field like i was an industrial it was like a little bit of business a little bit of mechanical it's not just like mechanical and like I on a see. boat it's also not just mechanical there's, it has a lot to do with like plumbing electricians like 
everything that doesn't work on a AVIT, like it's all on you. No, but I think the and, way I, I see what you're saying, but I guess like, I feel like I need to show you how I am thinking about it. Cause I feel like maybe you're misperceiving what I, what I mean by like not wanting to start from the bottom. I think like when people join a team, right? I feel like there are people that have been there for a very long time. There are people that maybe haven't been there for a long time, no matter what it is and whatever industry, when you have someone new, I, I look at it more of like people should be have the freedom to jump around in different roles without it being like a ranking thing. So like you were saying, like yeah, on yeah. a boat, there are different roles that you have to occupy to really understand like how a boat really functions. But I feel like it's silly to have to start at the bottom where it's like, why can't you just be in a role and then be able to move as is necessary or like have like a rotation of sorts if that makes sense it's the industry is changing there's there's room to grow but mm. they're like the older heads they are like very like stubborn old school people that just don't allow that wouldn't give you the chance so it took me a while to land a job i i am happy with because through different interviews i could tell like this is not the environment where it's gonna like make me grow the way I perceive myself the best to grow in like it maybe it was like too strict or they wouldn't take the chances on like me being a small female doing engineering or anything you know or even give me the chance to show what I am capable of just because they they come from the old school background where like it's a male dominant like job and they don't think you can handle it so they won't even like if they even give you the interview they're very like aloof about it like and they wouldn't answer your question directly because you're asking a little bit too aggressively and they think you're way over your your head like it's out of it's out of your league so for the people that don't know what industry are you currently working in i'm in the yachting industry what basic uh i'm on currently on a on a 60 meter sailing yacht and i am hoping in five years time i could be a second engineer and what is what do second engineers do like what are their responsibilities on the boat you make sure the boat is running you do all the alarms you take care of the bilges the daily checklist with like all the strainers all the plumbing system on board all the avit all the electricals and I, I personally like it and I came into this industry because it is a, like a melting pot of all sorts of engineering and you have to at least know something about everything. Like it's not just going to, it, it's a big enough boat for you to not be a solo engineer. There's like a, your chief to help you, guide you and all that. And it's a great learning ground. And I've negotiated my way to become a deck engineer. So I am in both department and I the time and the hours needed to learn from my second and my chief engineer constantly about everything. And I could question and they would, they, they're very nice people. They would teach me, they would explain if I have any question, like I could always ask, you get into the habit of like reading the manual, learning like the actual diagram, not as like an assignment. Like it's, it's so different from in school because it's not theoretical. It's an actual diagram of this boat of where things run and you could go into the bilge and follow the lines and figure out where things are. And I think I needed that. And I was lacking that in school a lot, a lot. And I cannot, I'm not the type of person to process information just theoretically. 
I could ace theory, no problem. But if you put me in a real scenario, I would go blank because yeah, to like visualize it in your head and like be a tangible thing, it's two complete different experience. And there is a there's a gap in your head where like some people are better at it and some people are not, and I'm not. And with this program that I'm with, I'm allowed to build my experience and go to do the correspondent co- uh, courses and certification that's needed. Once I gather all certification, by the time I could do that, I would have like at least five years of experience under my belt to go for the actual position that I want. So I am starting from the bottom. I see. But how do you love it? Like, what is your favorite part of the journey so far? I think it showed, like, how much I don't know. And I really like the fact that, like, I know there's so much I still don't know and I still don't understand that I could, like, learn from these people, their experiences, their way of, like, their little, like, tricks and takes of, like, how to maintain the system, how to, like, associate a certain alarm with, like, immediately what can be the problem Hmm. like that way of thinking is what I was interested and I've been shown and I think it's really great and like honestly because you're thrown into the deep end with without you even knowing it I've been on board since July like it's been half a year and there's so many things that I didn't know before that I like not even conscious that I know now until like problem shows up and it just comes out of me like oh it could be this it could be that like okay now we can look into the solution flipping manuals I've, I've i had no idea what the fuck i was looking for in the beginning of the season i had no idea now i could flip through and i was like oh this is that thing we were looking about this is that problem i was having issue with and like actually getting into the groove of like manuals are not just a book that they throw you yeah <laughs> it's actually useful reading diagrams I've gotten better at it too because this boat's diagram is not fully updated like to be able to identify like where is not right and make the adjustment and also like drawing your own diagram so that you understand it doesn't suck for anybody else it's for me I can understand it my little scribbles has it it was has been great it's honestly been one of my best experience that's awesome yeah also like thanks to the crew because they were such like open and like people that's keen to see other people like grow and learn that they really gave that environment that I needed to like learn yeah fully into it and I was given lots of chances I could ask when I when, when I see them doing something if I could jump in it too you know and they wouldn't hesitate to ask me to help even if they know like I probably don't fuck all yeah <laughs> That's but awesome. they would give me like instructions, directions, and like you figure it out. And you can always ask. <laughs> like I was always the one calling the other engineers. Like I think I fucked up. <laughs> like somebody come help me. That's awesome. Like I knew half of what I was doing, and then I think I fucked up somewhere there, and now I'm stuck. I guess like out of all the places that you sailed to, was there any so far that you're like everybody should go there, or you like is there a place that you've been to that you're like I would live here no because i i I am not the type of person to like make a decision until i know like 80 percent of everything and i haven't traveled 80 percent of the world i don't know where i want to live 
but there isn't any spot that has been like a top fave on the journey i think like new england united states it's beautiful absolutely beautiful there's so much history to it there's like there's a lot of like different to the rest of united states in like the north part of usa like we went all the way up to maine and maine was beautiful and it was really interesting to like travel the whole east coast and you could hear like the accent changes and people's like attitude and the political voice like viewpoint changes as you go up or come back down it's it's really interesting and i i mean i've only been with the program for like half a year and we've only done the usa so far we will do the caribbean and south america now and then we'll proceed to go europe and then around the world so i'll have to update you on that like much later as we go (laughs) that sounds awesome though because i feel like i have always i have like this i don't even know if it's a weird affinity but i just have this real love for the ocean it's just absolutely stunning and vast it I don't know. I'm jealous. You're I like think about it's to because go sail like, the world. Like that just sounds like so amazing to be able to wake up like with the beautiful views of the ocean. Like I don't know. But then I'm sure there are days where it sucks ass too because it rains. Well, rain. that's the ma- amazing part of the ocean. It's like it's got like its own temper. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so like we don't know much about the ocean. Not as much as we know about space, apparently. <laughs> like. And I think it's that, like, little bit of, like, because we don't know that mysteriousness that people really love the ocean. And I think it's great because, it, like, the ocean generates so much life. You see animals you've never seen in your life out in the ocean in the middle of nowhere. And it's really a place where, like, because you're in the middle of nowhere, there's no internet. Like, it's a great, every time you cross a big ocean or, like, do a trip that's, like, more than three, four days long, it's like a period of like silence, serenity. You have to go back to ground zero of how to entertain yourself without the internet, which a lot of people find hard, hard, hard. Like before we go, there will be a lot of people downloading a lot of movies because they wouldn't know what to do with themselves if there's no internet. Wow. I just, for some reason, thought that, like, you would have, like, some wireless system that would somehow connect you to, like, a satellite or something, but Trust me, it's shit. It's shit. Like, when I did the crossing from St. Martin to south of France, we had internet, but it's it's not enough to, like, load YouTube or porn, you know? Like, it's like, you could send a WhatsApp message. And only message, not even the photo. If you send a photo, it would not load. It was so shit, like... Wow. And that was on a smaller boat between, like, what, eight crew. This is a bigger boat, so there would be, like, 11 people sharing internet. Hmm. And <laughs> you're not going to be able to load shit. <laughs> how do you guys, like, plan to know how much food you would need for, like, a long voyage like that? Like, how do you know? That's, like, the chef's expertise. Oh, I, okay. I don't know how they plan it. But they would, they would come up with, like, menus of what they would cook. And then... They know exactly how many people's on board. And because we've been with each other for so long, they know how much each people eat. So you would stock up. There's like, and the thing is like, it's very tricky because it's limited space. There's only so big of a freezer you have. So you pick and choose probably more bread and dry food than like 
fresh meat and stuff. Everything's going to be frozen, pre-made. And I mean, it's not, it's never going to be a journey more than like two weeks. Crossing the ocean is actually quicker than you think. Much How quicker than you think. How long does it take to cross? When I crossed from Saint Martin to France, we left on like April twenty fourth, and we got to our first. No, we got to our final stop May fifth. Our first stop was probably like first of May or something. Two weeks, you reach your first stop, and you plan your passage like very like the shortest route possible. Because you also have to work with how much fuel you could take on and how much you will be spending, so that you have you know enough to get to a spot and then fuel up again you. before you get stuck in the middle of ocean. <laughs> that would suck for sure. I guess like, how do you like? How was the transition from life on land to life at sea? Because I feel like land is stable. You know what I mean? Like you touch land is very、earth. stable. I know. Something you don't really think about when you're on it all the time.、So. Well, I mean, I gave my like knowing the person I am. I gave myself like two years to like sort of get myself accustomed and into the mindset of I'm not going to be living on land anymore because I was taking up like all these temporary jobs before because I also wasn't going to give myself a permanent job that I didn't enjoy. So I didn't sign up for any permanent job. Even if people were asking, I just said no. I I could do a temporary. I'll help you out for a charter, but I I don't I don't want it as a permanent because it's not the role I'm looking for. But I think once you're in a position where it is the job you enjoy, it doesn't make much of a difference because you're the you're the only like thing you have to. Yeah, I I think it's the question should be more like living. As an individual on your own, making your own choices versus living with a group of people, because land or no land, it doesn't matter. It, it's the people around you that like really makes it, makes it or break it. And I was lucky enough to be with a crew of people that's like super like minded and on the same vibe, same frequency. Like we got along right away, and we help each other like do our jobs right. We work hard together, and we absolutely party hard together. Absolutely, bonding, team bonding. You know, essential. It's essential. <laughs> and like that will make or break your job for you. Like if you don't get along with the people you work and live with, you're gonna be miserable. And that, like, I think that trumps like whether you want to live on land or on the ocean, because I mean, especially in like the yachting industry, you're not. Deprived of like any resources, to be honest. Like you have a nice place to live. You, food is made for you. There's people that clean your clothes. Like everyone have their job and role to make sure that everyone's living is up to standard. You know, and they have a pretty high standard. So I, it's not a huge difference, to be honest. I don't know if I want to go back living on land because nobody's gonna do my laundry. <laughs> nobody's gonna、I'm、cook like, for me. I'll、you. have to cook for myself. Like it's very、I'm、different.、Like... I like being fed, you know. <laughs> like, oh, I love being fed, but the only thing is, okay, for people that likes cooking, yeah, you have to give that up. And I loved cooking. Who likes and, it? I mean, like every day. I mean, the、I'm、chef's food is、it. awesome, 
but I do like cooking my own food from time to time. I feel you. So, uh, like, obviously, it's not going to be for everyone because you won't be able to see your family for a long time. You don't know when. And, like, honestly, like, if I do have vacation, do I really want to go see my family or do I want to go see the world? I feel you. Like, it's different decisions and, like, stuff that you have to face rather than, like, living on land. I mean, I don't ever have to worry about parking spot because I don't have a car. <laughs> I think on the water, you just drop an anchor. <laughs> what is the parking ticket? <laughs> I don't know. And it's also like really, like, especially when you're coughing in ocean and internet shit, you kind of like get disconnected with the world for a little bit. And it's, it's, it's quite exhilarating when you first step back on land and you're like, oh, I'm back to civilization. Wow. I have to like meet new people now. I guess like, so you're saying you said earlier that you're a very curious person and you think a lot about the world. So I'm curious, what do you be thinking about the world? I don't like to be called a pessimist, but I think people are fucked up. I think people are fucked up. I think people are in a state, like, because of how fast this world is, like, moving forward, technology is developing, there's a lot of gray area with, like, morale. And especially new generations, because they see their parents doing things one way. They see us, like, the new, like, generation doing things another way and their generation doing things another way they perceive they get influenced by all these things that technology has to offer that they don't have a sound like morale for themselves and they do a lot of stupid things that i really i i gets me wondering like what the fuck is wrong with you and like simple things like people like sucks at communication I don't know with technology how do you mm. fucking suck at communicating it's it's honestly like unreasonable I mean back in the days people would fly a pigeon to send a message to get the message across now you have whatsapp and some people can't even like message you and say hey sorry I couldn't make it to like an appointment or something you know like or like oh I've done this I haven't done this like simple communication people can't do I, I don't understand that like you have a phone for a reason. We have technology for this for a reason. So that we could connect whenever we want, whenever it's needed, you know? Stupid. And because of that... That you say, like... No, go ahead. I think, like, because of that, like, people's relationship, not just in their, like, personal, like, love life or anything, like, friendship, parentship, like, all these other relationships gets, like trump like it's not like what it was before like people love differently now people get into relationships very differently now like there's fucking tinder hinge whatever you want out there but nobody's really happy and why is that like i don't understand that i feel like or at least why i think people are unhappy is because one like it's like it's interesting for one i feel like people don't really understand like life in general i feel like most people are just doing it you know because like or they're just trying to follow what everybody else is doing you know kind of like a pack of tuna just swimming together um but none of them are like like stopping and like maybe 
going a little outside of the pack to think like, guys, I've been seeing, we've been, you know, swimming the same path every year and these boats seem to fish us out of the water. Maybe we should swim in a different direction this time so we could live. Like, I feel like most people are just like in that pack of tuna, you know, just following they're in like just like something that seems maybe native but not really pondering yeah but that's fucking ridiculous because there was so much like good philosophers out there before that really went out their way you know so what did we do wrong in the system like becoming a developed like world that we lost that curiosity so many people lost that curiosity is it because it's just easier to follow the pack like it can't be as simple as that like why why don't people spend the energy to like question to like people are so easily swayed why why spend your time questioning when like you have to worry about feeding your family like i think like people have one felt disempowered to even question you know because like they feel so un like just like their powers removed from them that they have no control over their life and like this is their life and this is how their life has to go because this is how everybody's life goes and this is just how things but are that's what makes that you don't well, you know it's interesting because what makes us human is that we can think and we've become so dulled or like so influenced by everything else around us that we basically gave up that one thing that, that like makes us human and then people question fear like, of isolation though like think about it because like if you if you just say what you think right like if people say what they think most oftentimes you would be labeled a nazi and just shoved in a category on the far far right where nobody looks at you or you're either said that you're crazy and then put in a different bucket that are still you know just ignored from the masses and so i guess like i'm curious like what you think about that and just i feel like we live in a world where like if you speak your truth even if it's your truth like people all have a platform to just bully each other that like people are now afraid to speak what they really mean because if you say something then that somehow i don't know makes you a bad person to have an opinion for me i struggled socially like i know i come off as a very like extroverted person like very super outgoing which i am i have trained myself to be but i i don't like people that don't have their own opinion because then I feel like I would have to spend the energy to like guess what you actually mean like what's the deeper layer and meaning of what you're saying I have to read between the lines and I can't be fucked to do that like I want people to be outright like I don't mind someone else questioning me what I say I like that I think it's great because it jumps the discussion it starts the discussion it, it doesn't have exactly. to be an argument you could disagree with me i don't mind yeah, exactly. having ideas bounce around having worldview views bound around but i i don't like people that want to like put up an image because this is like what society accepts right now and i can't be friends with people like that like and and i struggle a lot because I I see people and I'm like, oh, I don't vibe with you. I don't know what you're saying. Like, I don't know what you're saying, if it's true or not. 
I think it's ridiculous that people just go with what is said instead of being like, okay, that's what's said, but what do I think about it? You know, like people just repeat stuff they hear. Yeah, so like, that okay, that's exactly what I think. What is do that you think people about are it? super easily like persuaded to change their point of view and all that, but they've lost that reflection that like I could sit down and think about all the information that's been pushed to me that I find interesting or like I find myself agreeing but do I actually agree with it like they people don't that's what I mean like people don't have or haven't figured out what their bottom line is what their moral code are so yes they're being easily persuaded but they don't really know internally like who I am and who I stand, what I stand for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I, I struggle with that because then that means anything could be right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. How does the world function when there's no right or wrong? And And as you can see, it's bro is falling apart. (laughs) Exactly. And like going into like, okay, like personal relationship, like love life and shit. Like I've had this discussion it would almost turn into an argument with someone. Um, it was basically saying like, oh, do you think you could do anything if you love someone? And I was like, fuck no, of course not. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't. Like, because what you're saying, if you're willing to do anything for someone you love, that means you have no moral standard. You would, and they, they argue me, they said, no, I have. I'm just saying, like, I would make exception for this one person. I'm like, well, then that is not a sound moral code. If you can make exception for one, that means you can make you exception can make an for exception another one. For other, exactly. Exactly. But if you keep making exception, that's not a law anymore. That's, that's not a code that you live by anymore because it could be changed so easily. Then, like, really, so what is right and wrong to you? <laughs> because it should be uniform. What is right is right what is wrong is wrong doesn't matter who you are to me i will tell you i don't like that shit i'm not i'm not doing this for you i don't care i still love you but i'm not gonna go kill someone for you because i love you you know like no that's bottom line so where do your bottom line let's not exactly like i that's awesome i think that's a great way to live i think more people should have like at least decide for themselves like what do I really think about these major issues? And like, but don't just like be like, this is what I think based on what I've seen. Like do research, try to understand both sides and then make a decision for yourself. Now that you've seen the whole picture, you you see the arguments, then you can decide. But I feel like that just sounds And like also a lot hold yourself accountable to that. Don't I know, go around like, when different situations like so comes work. up and you sway and you like fall left and right. Like Becky, people are already grinding nine to five in a shitty COVID. Just you know, what do you a sequel? The Omar or I'm not, I'm not even gonna try and butcher it because I'm gonna say Omarion and obviously that's not what it's called. So, <laughs> but like people are so stressed out with life as it is. Like, who has got the time to figure out? What is the actual science behind climate change? Who got the time to think about, is God real? Like, thinking of it from a historical perspective, but also from a literal perspective. Like, understanding which of the religions should we use as, like, the archetype for moral and ethical values. Should we even use religion 
as like the archetype for moral and ethical. And people don't want time to think about these things. Like they just want to come home and watch Survivor. I think that's why this world is sad. Like, I, I don't know. But I also think, you know, like I fully believe that like you can, you can decide your destiny. You right. can Every decide day. who you want to be. Day. You can decide your future. You just have to start somewhere. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. I believe you have the power to do so. So I don't completely agree when like people are like, oh, I'm already so stressed about my job, about like COVID and this and that. I'm like, okay, but then you haven't decided what you want to do. So you're just going with the groove right now, trying to live. Yeah. Trying to survive if you want to say so. But yeah. you're not living. You're not doing what you want to do. You're not deciding like deliberately i want to be a better person in this and that and this is what i'm gonna do whether it be i'll start reading more articles on this which doesn't take you a whole day it takes five minutes you just have to give out something else like maybe enjoying a beer and they people don't have the power because they don't believe they don't believe that they can change their own world i'm not saying everyone could change the world no nobody could change the world but I think people could change their own world, their own life. That you have power over. That exactly. is not being governed by the government. You know, like if you want to learn something, there's so many channels you can learn right now. And it's I free. Know. I'm like literally people. So are don't like don't give that excuses of, on the YouTube to get followers. Like they're literally making content to educate you so that they can grow too. So it's like literally the universe is rooting for you to grow as a person. So just grow. I absolutely think people should just start believing in themselves. Like, stop letting That's what I think it is. everything I think that happens to you makes you yeah. who you are. You're you're not exactly. You don't have to be the person that everything happened to you. No, no, no. You could turn around and say these happened for a reason, and it taught me something. And now or I'm going to use that, that information. You can just be like this happened. But this doesn't define me. Like exactly. Happened. Why? I why let that define that. you? Like, but I'm still who I always said I was, and that person can still continue to do whatever it is I wanted to do before that event. You know, the event doesn't change you. It only changes you if you let it. Exactly. But I, not enough people believe in that. And I, I, that's one of the questions I ask myself all the time: is why? Why don't people believe in that? And people think you're crazy oh you're a hippie you're spiritual or blah 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 because but it's you not even this. that and i was like, like i want you to not. be a better person like i want you to be better not for me for you like, yeah, for like you. it doesn't benefit me to make you a better person it benefits you to be a better person well it benefits yourself. me too because i like you more yeah that's true i could like you more. yeah because i don't like a lot of people because i could tell that they are not who they are or they don't even know who they are you know what i mean yeah, I and I feel you. like it's a it's quite don't. dangerous yeah. if you live like well, I mean, our generation, my group, I'm turning twenty five. You've lived twenty five years and you don't know fuck all about yourself. I think that's quite concerning. Like if you if I sit down with you and you can't give me a list of what you like, what you don't like, what you definitely will not do, I don't know. I I I would look at you and be like. Do I really want to be friends with you? <laughs> Probably not. I feel like and the don't, whole purpose of our people life don't is like to my attitude like that. <laughs> I know. 
I mean, like, you're just saying this is who you are. Like, this is Becky's opinion. This is how Becky chooses to live Becky's life. And that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, this is No, but it's also, like, in, in, like, let's say we were to develop, like, a friendship. If you don't know who you are, I'd have to be constantly guessing. I feel you. I feel you. And then trying to figure out, like. And I can't do that. Exactly. I can't help you figure out who you are. Yeah, exactly. And I feel Like, like, if you don't know who you are. And when I judge you, judge you for something you do, it's not fair because yeah, you actually you might don't take fucking it know. Personal, yeah, and actually yeah, exactly. incorporate that as part of your sense of self, which is may is may not be accurate at all. Yeah, so I I don't want to put myself in that situation where I feel like I offended you because you don't know who the fuck you are. So I might as well just not get myself in that situation by being friends with you, you know, like, and that's how I swim through this world. <laughs> 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 it's not that I'm selective or anything. It's just I I want to because I know you want to go to a certain status or or like a certain kind of being. You have to surround yourself with the same like-minded people. That's funny. I was so I'm not being selective because I only want a certain type of friend. No. Yeah. I'm just saying if you haven't figured it out, it's not going to benefit any of us being friends. So you can come back. When you figure it out. I feel you.